Welcome back to New Rockstars. WandaVision just gave us a groundbreaking cameo to end the episode, but they also teased an even more mysterious newcomer. Who is Monica Rambeau's engineer friend? And was that fifth year of college worth it? I'm Eric Voss. Here with me to go rogue on this theory are, uh, is a wonderful panel that I'm so excited to go freaking nerdy with. Starting with uh, comedian and writer Sean Diston. Welcome back, buddy. Eric how are you hello um hello again to grogu hey grogu what's that on your ear Ooh, is, that a, is that a tiger why <laughs> is there a tiger here what's with the tiger eric i think it means agnes is spying on this conversation so careful oh, what you okay. say about her i'll turn the tiger away from me very afraid <laughs> earmuffs earmuffs on the tiger uh also with us friend of the show and streamer angelica trey welcome back hey Thank you for having me. It's good being here. I feel like I should show something cool now. I have a sword. <laughs> yeah, show and tell. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. show and tell. Let's go. Ooh, All right. Sword. Oh, how very Shira of you. Sword, very, <laughs> very uh, appropriate because, you know, sentient weapon, uh, whatever. Observation response division over there in A-Tray <laughs> Square. We also are thrilled to have back our buddy, comedian and writer, Erica Wusu. Woo-woo! Hey, everybody. Hey, boss. <laughs> uh, happy New Year. It's not too late to say that, is it? Never. No, never too late. And my cool random thing that's sitting nearby is this. Black sketchbook. So yeah, yeah. happy Black History Month. Mm. <laughs> How about that? Oh, Heck we're yeah. gonna show ask you to show us. Show us your sketches, Wusu. <laughs> I can show you a sketch. Let me flip through some things. It's some non-pornographic drawings. Oh, here's <laughs> Whoa. <one>. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to the porn later this episode. My nerdy stuff. Ooh. Oh. Someone Maybe hire also this artist. To WandaVision. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, we also. The universe. Yeah. Are you on Etsy? Is that. <laughs> hey, can we buy that? <laughs> yeah. Where yes, do those we are get my this? samples. That is a $300 sketch. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. Blood. All right. Let's talk about this mystery coming out of WandaVision episode five this mystery aerospace engineer. So, while describing the vehicle that Monica wants to build to uh, penetrate the Westview barrier, she mentions this aerospace engineer with a little smile that uh, she knows can help them and then proceeds to text this person. We get a close up of her hand texting this, but we don't see who she's texting. It's definitely a mystery that WandaVision is setting up. Um, maybe it'll be revealed at the end of the season, maybe next episode maybe you know already but we know from promo footage that this vehicle does eventually get built we can assume that this engineer is going to show up at some point to help many uh minds immediately jump to reed richards mr fantastic of the fantastic four given episode four's mention of sword astronauts who went missing however various international subtitles for this episode identified this mystery engineer as female yes gendered language giving uh -huh. us the giving us the yes. huge easter egg what a scoop what a scoop you can learn a lot you know from from uh, translating the subtitles and i thought that was so fascinating up. i yeah. thought that was so fascinating so based on that my thinking was that it was monica rambo's scroll friend from the ending of captain marvel the scroll daughter of talos and soren just because there seemed to be a budding friendship there and we're gonna know what that evolved into um and we did know in episode four monica defended those extra terrestrials as allies to Hayward in episode four, suggesting mm -hmm. that, you know, she might have some friends up there from the stars and reminding us that that uh, companionship might exist 
and that uh, crafty aerospace engineer could be her because scrolls, you know, as extraterrestrials know how to build technology <laughs> pretty well. Uh, we know that the scrolls were working on that light speed engine from uh, Captain Marvel. So yeah, she knows how to build stuff. So what do you guys think about this? Do you think that was the scroll person or do you think this engineer could be someone else that the MCU is trying to connect to? Eric, I think the scroll is a excellent theory or an excellent theory, but hear me out. What if it's Shuri? Of Wakanda. Okay. She is super smart, amazing engineer. She's an everything engineer. I wouldn't just say a space. Like, she has all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, also because uh, she was the last person to work on Vision, you know, in Wakanda, uh-huh. trying to remove the stone from his forehead uh, back in Infinity War. So, you know, she already has knowledge of how to handle and finesse Infinity Stone technology and so could figure out a way to penetrate the barrier that's created by Wanda's powers. Exactly. She has experience. She's basically an expert in this. She'd would be perfect. We be, would we be saying this like tank thing is made out of vibranium or like, Whoa. is there? Here's the thing. I was looking at the, the sort of tiny image of that thing going into the barrier and the little inside of it kind of reminded me of the inside of the Ant-Man and Wasp like little yeah. thing that they used to go into the, um, what was it? The microverse or the, uh, you know, what the realm to you? The quantum realm. Um, it, to me, it kind of looked. So I'm like, what if it's okay? What if like out of left field? What if it's like ghost? What if it's oh. that? What if it's the girl who was like phasing and is like was raised by I guess uh, who's Lawrence Fishburne's yeah, yeah, yeah. character? <laughs> and like I, I don't know. There was something about the build of it that kind of looked. And if we're talking about like something that needs to uh, be able to absorb a lot of energy and be able to like travel through barriers, like I wonder if it's someone from the Ant Man and the Wasp movie in general, just because it kind of reminded me of that same sort of shape. Interesting yeah. theory. Yeah, I mean that is kind of an unanswered question from Ant Man and the Wasp. Right, like whatever happened to Bill Foster and Ghost, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Han- Hannah Joe Kamen's character. Um, yeah, like they just kind of scampered off. Could they be? Uh, a lot of people are saying they might be part of the uh, Jimmy Woo's missing person, right? Like that he had this uh, witness yeah. protection person, maybe uh, Bill Foster, who was uh, you know working with her. Ghost was kind of a criminal, but like was also kind of seemingly on the same side as uh, the Pims and the Van Dynes at the end there. Like, yeah, maybe there is something with that. Um, yeah, and the technology, quantum technology seems to be uh, tied in with, you know, everything yeah. seems to be quantum in the MCU, right? You're just like, you know, quantum or from the Big Bang, we can all connect everything. But, you know, yeah. honestly, Eric, I do feel like the scroll. The scroll friend, as you described her as earlier, scroll friend. Um, I think that's probably <laughs> that to that. me feels like the easiest answer, and like a maybe fun way to do it would be in the episode, like have just a person show up and be like, they helped us build it, you know, and it's just character, and then at the end you see a little shift from like, you know, from human to scroll, and to me that feels like. Maybe Monica Rambeau and these scrolls are all, this is like a little setup for the Secret Invasion show that yeah. I think they're doing with with uh, Nick Fury, right? I, I, that feels like the cleanest answer, but there's also some wilder ones, you know? Yeah. Like We'll get to some other options. I would say the argument against Skrull is that Jimmy Woo mm-hmm. put Skrulls as a person possibly behind the Westview Anomaly on his board. So right. if Skrulls were like part of their operation, were friends of theirs, why would they be like, those dirty Skrulls are trying to pull tricks on us? Like, I don't think they'd be like, dude, my cubicle's right over here. 
Come on. Like, what well, are you well, calling well, would it be? Would it be interesting? I mean, maybe that's what's interesting about Monica Rambeau is that she's the only one that knows about these scrolls within Sword. Uh, and like, maybe they bring her in as disguised as just an aerospace engineer. And then at the ooh. end, Jimmy Woo kind of catches a little like, ooh, is she a scroll? And then we bring Jimmy Woo into this like X Files hunting down scrolls. Hey, you know? yeah, maybe, maybe like Monica or Monica's mother Maria was the previous was the founder mm-hmm. of Sword, uh, and she had this secret side division of Sword that was scrolls, and that's what Nick Fury jumped to at the end. They have this space station that was kind of like an insider secret that did not get passed down to Hayward, and that's why Hayward's being like, "There's other stuff here that people aren't telling me. Why didn't I get totally fully briefed?" And Monica's like. I should have gotten this position because I don't know if I can trust you uh, to tell you that, you know, we're, we're working with shapeshifters up in the, in and the you orbit. know what Nick Fury has proven that they use scrolls in place of people. You know what I mean? Like uh, Nick Fury has used yep. scrolls in his stead hidden. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I wouldn't put that past the, the founders of sword. And maybe that's like, may, I, cause I do think sword is going to be a huge part of the secret invasion show. So why not? So I mean, who what? else is there? Who's like the craziest, who would you think Eric is like the craziest answer from like <laughs> absolute left field? Cause like, I've heard some crazy answers. I don't know about Fantastic Four, really, just because it feels like too small of an introduction. Craziest, craziest, I would say, is uh, uh, Rocket's old squeeze Lila. Uh, you know, the, <laughs> the honor, oh right? Like, <laughs> he's an engineer. She's an engineer. Uh, if, like, you know, the high evolutionary, we did get a tease of Bova, the, the cow nurse, from uh, the episode two animated <laughs> intro, high evolutionary created Bova, also created Rocket and Lila. So okay. that would be, if you ask me crazy, I got a crazy answer for you. I think there are a few more grounded answers. Like, let's talk about Riri Williams. Dominique Thorne is coming to yeah. the MCU and mm-hmm. Ironheart. Riri Williams is an MIT student. I've speculated could have been in the crowd in Civil War when uh, Tony Stark gave a grant to all the MIT students. And that's could be like, you know, she's gonna be tied into Armor Wars and Ironheart. Uh, do we think like, uh, Monica Rambeau's friend is uh, Riri Williams. Could be. I mean, it's going to tie in more of that Young Avengers feel. Uh, Woo, I want to bring you in on this. Uh, Do you think it's more likely to be Riri Williams or a Skrull or uh, Shuri? I really do think Shuri, but it could absolutely be any of them. It could be the Skrull friend who they could do a misdirect and introduce them as Riri. And then for whatever reason, at the end of the season, shapeshift back into a Skrull. But another (laughs) off-the-wall idea I had as a potential female big brain in the MCU, Jane Foster, uh, who will probably come in and become Lady Thor uh, at some point. Because we already have Kat Denning's character in Mm. the show uh, helping, you know, she's really into the sitcom uh, developments in WandaVision's world. So that would be a fun way to introduce her before she, you know, makes her appearance in Thor 11 Lightning and Thunder? Love and Thunder? Love and Thunder. Lightning and Thunder. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love, and lightning. Thunder. Thor 4, the L word. I mean, that would be a huge, I would say that would be a huge, like, actor that maybe Paul Bettany was like, I got to work with uh, Jane Foster. You know, like, that could be the actor talking about. Yeah, Natalie Portman, yeah. I mean, Natalie Portman, uh, it's coming back in the MCU, a fascinating take there, because here's the deal she is a an astrophysicist darcy lewis has uh, gotten her doctorate suggesting that she did not blip uh, you need five years to get to work on that thesis you know but uh we know jane foster did uh she did disappear in the snap um but 
you know, the idea that she would be an aerospace engineer as well. Yeah, definitely. They all had to work on that equipment and uh, learn how to wire and solder to put that stuff together. I can imagine uh, Jane Foster getting a little dirty and greasy, working with some wrenches and some uh, welding material. Uh, and I think some we'd all like material. to see that. Yeah, I, <laughs> yes. I can see I mean, regarding <laughs> Riri Williams, I, I would say it's interesting to me when they cast people and how early they cast them. Like, yeah. Mahershala Ali, they've cast so early in this process that you know he's going to show up in something early, I feel like. And yeah. it's similar for Ironheart. Like, it seems like they've cast this actress before other things are known about the show. And it's like, maybe it's because you're going to maybe see her show up in in something like WandaVision. Or, or I, I, in my head, I kind of thought she'd be in Falcon Winter Soldier. But maybe she's in both, you know? It, it's possible. Yeah, I would say if it's not uh, Scrolls, because Scrolls are, like, engineers as well. Like, the next, like, uh, prominent female engineer to me is Riri Williams. Uh, Shuri absolutely is a scientist. I see her as, like, she's a princess who is super smart and, uh, like, oversees a team of, like, uh, weapons builders and tech builders. She's kind of like the Q, uh, James Bond Q of the MCU. Whereas Riri is someone who's, like, she's got a wrench. She's under a car. You know, she mm -hmm. is, like, truly building shit. Like, she, to me, is, like, aerospace engineer but i'm gonna throw this other idea at you guys so if it's not reed richards right what if it is sue storm but what if monica rambeau is being set up to be the invisible woman the sue storm figure they're gonna completely do something Ooh, different and new with the Ooh. fantastic four yeah, so the michael b jordan casting yeah uh, you know I mean, and that's interesting like, it would explain that scan when they sort of tried to like scan her right right yeah. right that's really interesting. Like, it would say, we're not going to make her photon or spectrum. That was just kind of a misdirect. She's going to be the Sue Storm of this MCU. Would people be too pissed off at that? I need it to be Sue Storm, who's the Invisible Woman. Am I, I mean, would it be? Would she be tree? attached to a family though? Like, I mean, is there a is who would be the Reed Richards? Like, it would, would she have a brother? A, would she have a yeah. Yeah, like, is it a sing? Is it like a individual? We just get Sue Storm, or do we get all four of them? That'd be really interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be a real surprise. Yeah. I am just speculating mm -hmm. out here because I, I honestly, totally. at the end of the day, I feel like uh, um, Kevin Feige and John Watts probably feel pretty precious about uh, the Fantastic Four and wanting to do it right mm -hmm. and pure as much as they can not to say it's going to be like four white people and a family i you know i think mm -hmm, they're going to be mm -hmm. you know approach this in a more common sense and interesting way but i think they're uh i don't think it's they're going to change the names of the characters and and merge them and retcon them with other characters i just threw that curveball out there just so people start freaking out in the comments it, i mean look, <laughs> everyone it, panic in the comments it would be it would be wild you know and i i do think what I like about this show so far is the unpredictability. Like, you know, Evan uh -huh. Peter showing up at the end. It did kind of, I kind of knew he was going to be on the show. I guess I had heard, but like, it still surprised me. So I'm excited that the show still could surprise. So I don't know. Those yeah. big surprises could maybe happen, you know? I'm excited to see some more X-Men in there, so. Some great theories that were proposed here. Uh, Angelica, you are getting a golden sparkle buck for coming out there first Ooh. with uh, the hot take of Shuri. Because, uh, yeah, I totally would love to see. And you know what? Here's some uh, something to point out. Wakanda has some explaining to do for how the remains of Vision ended up in the hands Ooh. of Sword, right? Like Shuri had uh, yeah. dusted. We saw her name on, on a vanish board, but so she wasn't there to okay that, but Vision was made of vibranium partially, right? So like, why would they be okay yep. with letting Sword take his remains? Uh, they're kind of like the superior uh, nation on earth. 
Like, why would they let an inferior, unstable world power, like, the United States just had S.H.I.E.L.D. be corrupted by Hydra. Why would Wakanda be like, sure, S.W.O.R.D., you can take the body? Hell no! They wouldn't let that happen. I think you're right. and exactly. But also with Wakanda, it's also like they have this period where T'Challa and was gone. Like that five-year right. period, we don't know what happened in Wakanda. And it would be really interesting to see sort of a blip, like in the way we saw Monica Rambeau in that first scene, coming yeah. back in the hospital. What happened in Wakanda? It'd be fascinating. A lot to has see. changed. Everyone's grown. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what happened. <laughs> the world's different. Yeah. yeah. And then also uh, Wakanda had just uh, joined the world yeah. at the end of Black Panther, but before Infinity War. So there could have been a working relationship with the U.S. government or with uh-huh. S.W.O.R.D. and S.H.I.E.L.D. so that maybe something got finagled there mm. where they were like, all right, you can take Vision, but let us get our Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I love uh, bringing in Jane Foster. I didn't think about her. So, Uwusu, I'm giving you a point for that as well. But, uh, Sean, I am also giving you a point. I think you had a, a pretty strong argument there for how scrolls could work and for how, like, Riri Williams could look in this universe. So I, I think you have a strong take on that as well. Uh, this is still Rogue Theory. I'm still awarding points for who makes the best cases and who makes the best argument because I'm a freak and I award points <laughs> and subtract points when I'm just talking to people. I'm feeling that competition now. <laughs> you should. I'm going to start foaming. Gotta give the people what they want. Exactly. <laughs> this is Voss Vision where everything is about points. <laughs> this is we're trying to figure out. <laughs> and they let do me matter. out of here. Please, let me out. I want to call my family. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you also brought in uh, Ghost, uh, Sean. You're also getting a point for that as well. So you get oh, two yes, points, Sean, for, for Ghost. Uh, as well. Not forget about Ghost. She might have yeah. disappeared, but she's still in our hearts. All right, so we have uh, more things we want to talk about. Specifically, a lot of you guys have pointed out there was an alarm, a breach alarm, blaring at the end of episode five. So we're going to talk about what that alarm meant. But first, we want to thank some people who helped us make this episode, uh, starting with our friends at Blue Chew. So Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew tablets combat all forms of ED and help men gain that extra confidence when it is time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door and in a discreet package. Uh, uh, Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ROGUE at checkout. Just pay the $5 of shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code ROGUE, R-O-G-U-E, to receive your first month for free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this episode. Uh, We also want to thank our friends at ExpressVPN for sponsoring ROGUE. Theory. So nobody likes someone peeping on them when they're in the shower or having a private moment. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online, you freak exhibitionist? Uh, you know what? That does make you a freak. We don't kink shame here. If you're an exhibitionist, whatever gets you off, we're, we, we, we're okay with it as long as it's safe and legal. Um, this went to a very weird place. For that reason, it's okay. I followed you there. Yeah, yeah. We're you know all here what? Now. You can watch me shower. You can watch me shower. Please watch me shower. You know what? I'll even let people watch me chew my blue. But chew. do you know what? I don't want people watching me. I don't want people watching me surf in the web. 
Exactly. Uh, you know Ooh. what? Sometimes you do and say weird, creepy, gross things online, <laughs> and that's not any of the government's business. Uh, and sometimes people will try to use that and sell it to, you know, hackers to, you know, steal your stuff. Well, this is why you need ExpressVPN. So your internet service provider knows every single website you visit, and they can sell this information to ad companies, tech giants who will use your data to target you. Well, ExpressVPN puts a stop to that. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity cannot be seen by anyone. I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi, including the, the deadbeat sitting in a car outside, they can be protected even when they don't have ExpressVPN on their individual device. And the best part is using ExpressVPN is as easy as closing the bathroom door. You just fire up the app, you click one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is the world's number one rated VPN by CNET, Wired, and The Verge, and countless others. So if you're like me and you believe your online activity is your business alone, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com rogue today. Use my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash rogue, and you can get an extra three months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash rogue. And finally, New Rockstars is excited to be partnering with the app Stereo on three new weekly live shows. All three shows are live on the Stereo app, which you can download for free at Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. This is like a podcast app, but it's live. You send in your voicemails. We play them on the episode live. We react to it in real time. So you can kind of call us out or pick our brains live. It's super interactive. It's great. Uh, so these three shows. So on Mondays, our editors are dissecting some of their favorite moments from our week of videos. Those are editors John and Josh. Super funny dudes. Uh, you definitely want to tune in that. On Wednesdays, it's Philip Molina and I going through the week of entertainment news on um, New Rockstars News. And then on Friday, Jessica Clemens and I do a live Inside Marvel WandaVision after show. We simulcast it so that you guys can get it as early as possible after the episode drops, 8 a.m. Pacific. Uh, and that's hours before it drops on YouTube. And after that show, Jessica and I stick around and answer some stereo exclusive questions. Last week, we had over a thousand comments submitted and we got through as many of them as we could. A lot of people had some really strong feelings about Quicksilver ringing that doorbell. We loved hearing from you. So you can access all these live shows, share your questions and theories, interact with us in real time by downloading the free Stereo app at Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. Again, that's Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. Okay, back to WandaVision U3. Right after Wanda and Vision hear their doorbell ring and uh, she goes to answer the door, we cut to Darcy at the sword base and there is a breach alarm going off. This is the same breach alarm that was previously going off when Wanda was leaving Westview to throw that Stark Industries drone back at them and said uh boom you're looking for this um so that means someone is going in or out of that border so let's talk about this who do we think set off that alarm was it pietro coming in from the outside uh was someone else trying to leave what do you guys think i, I didn't uh, you know it's interesting because i rewatched the scene where where she came out uh, to throw the drone back at them and it felt like that alarm was going off long before she got to the border and walked through it. And the way I was sort of interpreting the alarm was like energy surge, you okay. know, like to, like I was, you know, I, it definitely could be someone coming in or out for sure. But in the way it presented in the episode, I, I felt like it was some sort of energy surge. And they've talked about the border being important. So I don't know, is the border moving? Is, you know, is it getting bigger or is there... You know, when she like turned the whole thing red, 
I don't so, know. That's so, Sean, do you think the moment she turned it red, it was just setting off that alarm the whole time? They're like, we can't turn like, off this fire alarm. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Somebody take the battery off. Exactly. Well, on top of that, because I was thinking something similar too, where maybe it's not necessarily a breach, but rather it's some sort of like change in it. So who knows if Wanda is setting this off just to like keep them on their toes or maybe it is in tune with her emotions, oh. right? Like her powers, it's in tune with her emotions. So after that doorbell rang, this was going off because she could sense something is wrong and therefore it was setting off that alarm. Ah, okay. That would make sense with the drone, right? If she sees the drone and her eyes light up and the alarm starts going off, it's yeah. because she's using her powers in a way where she feels threatened or something. Like I could Basically. see that. That'd be really mm -hmm. interesting. Um, but let's assume, uh, yeah, I think that is a totally valid way to read what was going on. I don't think it necessarily means someone was escaping or leaving in that moment, but let's assume that maybe someone did breach it. I personally don't think it was Pietro coming in from the outside. I think whatever we're seeing of Evan Peters here is something from within the anomaly or the way the anomaly is kind of a pocket to uh, the uh, another dimension like from the multiverse maybe that's how they got evan peters in there um or it's someone using that image to try to deceive mm -hmm. wanda whatever your take is there uh so I i'm thinking if there is someone or in entering or exiting especially after wanda turned that border wall red 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 maybe that beekeeper finally got the out of there he's like oh, God. <laughs> still alive um, she's distracted they're arguing i'm running <laughs> what if um because we know um a future episode either episode six or seven kids are finally going to be in westview for this mm. halloween episode after vision's like why aren't there kids here do we think wanda might have been like okay fine kids and she sucked in a bunch of kids back into this reality mm. and that's the breach that's terrifying. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like Wanda would do that, though, because she's already brought in so many... Like, she brought in a limited amount of people, but I I truly think that as angry and in anguish, um, you know, that she is, I don't think she's going to suck in children. I, I just... <laughs> okay, well, I then I feel like you tell me how they ethics. It would explain yeah. sort of the clips of Vision walking through the street really confused, like... Yeah. What is going on with all these kids, you know? And she is the Scarlet Witch, and witches do Ooh. like snatching up kids. Witches are evil. Um, Look, we ain't trying to, what? like, really, we're not trying to, like, <laughs> make any not... stereotypes or anything, but we know that witches like children, okay? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she is kind of chaotic neutral, so yeah. I could see that, and they clearly explain that, but I just, I just don't think she's going to bring in real life children well i just want to know where know, maybe, those kids come from then because we see them in the well, promo footage there are kids maybe she'll shrink down <laughs> she'll shrink like, down she ages adults. a bunch of adults into kids <laughs> she, yeah. she did she did that's make that burned chicken into a bunch of eggs that's yeah. true yeah. All right. wow. we figured it out Eric, okay, that's okay. true and the kids can sort of age themselves there's something going on there i mm -hmm. you know eric when you said like Maybe Evan Peters is coming, you know, maybe she's accessing the multiverse and pulling him out of the X-Men universe. Like, I wonder if that could be the breach in itself is like they have tabs on all mm. the people that are there. And now a new entity has shown up oh. where an alarm goes off and it's like, wait, who is this? And maybe we'll see the confusion of S.W.O.R.D. next episode. Like, where did this guy come from? You know, and maybe... Ah. 
Maybe it is. Maybe it's not like breaching the border, but just breaching the universe. You know. So what we're seeing yeah. is there is a um, a membrane between Westview and the outside world where Sword is, but there's a separate back door that leads to other dimensions. And now I'm curious, where in Westview is that hidden door that goes down to hell or goes mm. down to the Fox franchise? Uh, I'm dying to know. It's the magic box from the yeah. magic act. Oh, yeah? Oh, Angelica, you are all over it this yeah. round. And speaking of the magic show, I think the alarm got set off by maybe Vision trying to find his way out. Because in that episode, he's really like, what's going on? What are you not telling me? So it could be that he was he like had his hand to the the membrane coming in and out like the wall mm-hmm. and like he sensed Pietro and heard the doorbell so he like you know zoomed back to the house because remember Pietro she opened the door for Pietro and then Vision came in like who's at the door so it could have been Vision trying to make his way out and trying to discover like what's going on. Are you uh, saying uh, Vision is out quicksilvering quicksilver in his own <laughs> introduction <laughs> into the universe? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a flex. It would be now a great gotta, flex. Now they gotta have a quicker silver flash time. Do they have a race? Alusi, you make me want to go rewatch the end scene because, like, really, they just cut away from Paul Bettany for like maybe eighteen seconds, and then uh, is he gonna be like, Wanda? Who is this? <laughs> he can fly through walls. He can fly really fast. It, Evan, he done it. Evan Peters did say, "Who is that out of breath popsicle?" Right? Didn't he say that? <laughs> out of breath. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, verbatim. Actually, wow. Good All right, here's how I'm gonna award points. Uh, uh, Angelica, you did uh, you didn't have me right away with saying she de-aged the kids, but yeah, I think it's a valid way to go. So you get one point for that, and also the idea that this uh, extra door could have been from the magic vanishing cabinet. Uh, but Sean, that was your idea, saying that there is a, another breach to another dimension, and that's what the breach alarm is. Uh, Awusu, I like this idea that you tied it to the chicken being rewound into eggs, uh, so you get a point for that. But you're also getting a point for uh, what you just said, which was that vision. Uh, just quickly darted off screen real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Out of breath, vision. Yes. When, when, when that's what happens in episode six, I don't want to hear shit from y'all. <laughs> and then we see like a nineteen, like a two thousands confessional where Vision's like, "I wasn't fast enough." Like looks at the camera. <laughs> Okay, so I believe that ties us up at three sparkle bucks for each of you. So it's anyone's game as we head into rogue questions. Holy shit. Oh my God. Here's our question. In the recently released photos of Jared Leto's Joker from the upcoming Snyder Cut of Justice League, the character no longer has his signature face tattoos. He ain't damaged no more. So I want to know from you guys, what is the in-universe reason for Joker getting his tattoos removed in the Snyder Cut? I think, because also he has long hair in those pictures. So, and he had his like slick back hair in Suicide Squad. So I think... It could be. Do you guys remember in The Dark Knight when Joker kind of painted his face peach to look like a regular kind of white dude <laughs> he does. as a cop? Yeah. Yes. When they tried to assassinate Gordon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So I think something like that could have happened before this Jared Leto Joker was apprehended in the Justice League Snyder Cut. Uh, I think he tried to go undercover a little bit <laughs> to go do some sort of mischief in Gotham or wherever the and and then he was apprehended, maybe by Batman, maybe by Amanda Waller. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So we'll everyone's 
Everyone's so happy. They're like, they got rid of the damage tattoo. Then in, in Justice League, there's going to be the triumphant wash off and the I'm still damaged, baby. <laughs> <laughs> People can't yeah. wait for that. Did, uh, <laughs> did Heath Ledger didn't go peach. I think he just washed off his makeup and then that was just his skin. Whereas it was Jack Nicholson who had his right. face bleach and turned it peach. <laughs> I gotta give you a correction yes. there, Wusu. But I still think mm, your theory is funny. I appreciate it. <laughs> I think in the photo, it looked like he had like a butcher's uniform on or something. Like he looked. It was kind of a just, weird apron that he had. He had like a weird apron on. And to me, I was just like, yeah, you know what? The Joker, he's going clean. He wanted to get a blue collar everyday job. So he went to the, to the tattoo removal place and he just was like, I made a huge mistake. You know, sometimes the Joker, if he's all about chaos, there are times where he's all about order. And right now he wants to work in a butcher shop and we're going to see him sort of like come out of his like, uh, like, uh, haze of being a normal Joker into crazy Joker and maybe re and then to your point, Eric, he redraws it on his head by the end of the justice. What if the tattoos were a joke? All along. Ooh. They were temporary tattoos. He takes him <laughs> off to show he's serious now. Ooh. Yeah, it's part of the, the Joker act. So he wasn't really damaged. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the comics, he, he does sometimes have the gun that shoots bullets sometimes, but then sometimes shoots the bang for uh -huh. so it. Yeah. It's a joke. He wipes them off and he's like, I have fooled you. Well, well, that okay. I'll combine our theories, Angelica, and say that he had the fake tattoos, so he had all these identifying things for the cops. And then when he wants to go undercover, he just washes them off and goes to work at the butcher shop. Well, just combine it all. Sean, yeah. for combining everyone's theories in that interesting way, I think I got to give you the point. Uh, even though everyone did kind of contribute to that, everyone gets a point for that. But for knowing that yes. the American way is putting two and two together to get for Sean, you get the point <laughs> making sean the winner of today's episode of rogue theory well Ooh. done sean I, sh I share my nice. win with my comrades who who dragged me across the finish line as, as well. um, but oh, uh, you. Uh, so you can you can steal you can steal this win by showing us some pornographic drawings from your sketchbook you <laughs> oh my god Finally! Uh, oh man! I've been waiting for this moment. We had on my mind the entire time. Show him them billies. No, I don't have oh, it. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's okay. I gotta oh, start drawing tasteful news. Yeah. I gotta. Why? Right, we want to see Woo's yes. Deviant Art page, and we want it now. You can paint Spider-Man like one of your French girls. Ooh, Think about I can. Oh, and I can draw indeed. Spider Gwen drawing him like one of her Ooh. little French girls. Oh. Like I like the idea. Hey, well, that is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Thank you so much to our guests, Sean Distin, Angelica Trey, and Eric Wusu. Follow all three of them on all social media platforms. Support their projects. Show them some love. Say nice things to them uh, because all three are great and working on incredible things. And we're so lucky to have them here with us at New Rockstars. Now, you can support our channel by checking out one of our many great merch options. So I'm wearing our Unusual Couples shirt. It's got secret AR Easter eggs that are awesome, but they got all kinds of options. We got this hat that I wear all the time. It's like my new favorite hat. I've never had a hat that fits my huge 
dumb egghead and now i got one uh so yeah it's uh and that's a way you can support us directly so find that at newrockstarsmerch.com and yeah you can follow me at eavos on all social stuff follow new rockstars subscribe here on youtube and a reminder to download the stereo app by going to stereo.com slash new rockstars so you can check out these three new weekly live shows you can find it for free on apple and android create an avatar and profile and be sure to download now so that you can submit questions to one of our upcoming shows tomorrow morning eight a.m pacific you'll be able to hear me and jessica clements talking about episode six of wandavision you'll be able to get that hours before it comes out on youtube so if you're super eager if you're super thirsty get up bright and early if you're on the east coast it's 11 a.m you can handle that anyway uh <laughs> we'll see you all next time boners eat your blue chip <laughs> <laughs>